Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and Jake hanging out on this Friday morning in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Center in West Monroe. Let's talk a little football and also a big event coming uh, this uh, weekend. Uh, Benji Lewis, Neville's defensive coordinator, joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. What up, bud? How you doing this morning? Doing good. How you guys? Good. I uh, got a lot of different questions for you, but I want to start with the uh, the event that you're uh, hosting this weekend, the Twin Cities Mardi Gras Cookoff. Uh, the fourth year that this has taken place, uh, it's pretty cool. Give us a little details on what's taking place and uh, how it's going so far. Sure, man. We're uh, we're right now in the setup process. Uh, we have 45 barbecue teams from a quad state area, and uh, as well as 45 steak teams. Uh, that that number seems to be growing by the hour, despite the weather. Uh, coming out to compete for over ten thousand dollars in prize money. Uh, like you said, this is our fourth year. It has been growing. Uh, of course, the weather puts a little damper on what we'd like to be able to accomplish this year, but we're still going to have this thing, and it's still uh, still one of the biggest in, in the state every year. Uh, so we're proud to put it on. And this isn't like this run-of-the-mill competition. Uh, these guys are extremely serious, aren't they, Ben? Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of these guys have, have cooked and, and won and walked in awards at uh, the Jack Daniels World Championship as well as the American Royal Invitational and American Royal Open. I mean, we've got some, we've got some big guys coming in town that uh, do this every weekend. Uh, a lot of them, it's a hobby, but but some of them, it's their job. Hmm. This is a passion of yours. Uh, how did the idea come up that hey, we should bring an event like this to the Twin Cities? Well, uh, in the spring, I I do competition barbecue myself. Uh, it's definitely a hobby of mine, and uh, just sitting talking with Mickey about it one day. Coach McCarty said, you know, what What would be the feasibility of bringing one and doing one uh, here in the Twin Cities area? And so that was born probably five years ago, and the next year we got it going, and it's grown every year since. Is there one misconception or two about competition barbecue that perhaps listeners out there, that they, they perceive something and it's not exactly true? Yeah, I think that, uh, that people that watch the, the barbecue cooking shows uh, get the misconception that, that every, everything has got to be so sweet and almost uh, to a point candied, and that's not the, not the case at all, especially in competitions in our region. Uh, I think that you'll find, you know, if you were on the judging table, you would find people uh, tend to like and cook savory with just a hint of sweet and, uh, and just a tad of heat on it. Um, so it, it tends to be pretty middle of the road, but the best middle of the road you've ever eaten. Mm, over ten thousand dollars in prize money up for grabs this weekend. Uh, Seventy-five hundred in barbecue, another twenty-nine hundred in steak. Uh, for listeners out there, what can they do to participate or actually uh, come out and uh, taste some of the samples? Sure, we've got tonight. Uh, as far as listening pre- pleasure, we've got 
Bo Atkins and his band going on during the state contest. Uh, there won't be samples tonight, but uh, anyone that wants to come out, I think the weather's going to hold out on us, and we're going to have a we're going to have a good time tonight with Bo and his band. Tomorrow, starting at 11, uh, we will be selling People's Choice sampler plates where they can go around and sample uh, some of our teams. Uh, McCain Farms puts that on, did a great job for us again this year, so we're giving some people local product to cook and come out, and those plates are $10. Come and vote for who you think is the best. Benji Lewis, the organizer of the Twin Cities Mardi Gras Cook-Off, joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. Also, of course, uh, Neville's defensive coordinator, Benji, I know this wasn't a marquee class for you guys, considering what you've had in the last you know, five to ten years out at Neville. But what does National Signing Day mean to you to see an opportunity for some of your kids to get the opportunity to play at the next level? Well, you know, it's just that um, you do get jaded sometimes when you have a class like we had last year and in previous years. And it's it's real easy to, to look up and say, well, you know, we don't really have anybody going anywhere. But these guys are getting a quality education at these various schools and and I think going to go at sale at all of them. And, and for me, I just look at it as an opportunity for these guys to come out, get a college education, uh, quite possibly if they continue to put in the work they put in for us, succeed at that level, and uh, just go on and represent us and their families and themselves very well at these respective colleges. Benji, you guys have set the bar so extremely high at Neville. How do you guys get back to that point after a little bit of a setback last year? Well, I think that the setback drives us, and uh, even in all our successes, you know, we we, ha- we we keep the mantra around that we've got to be proud of what we've done and accomplished over the years, but we're not satisfied and, and definitely not satisfied with where we were last year. There was a lot of things we left on the table both early in the year and then, you know, down in the playoffs late. So I think to, to just be hungry every day, to know that, that, you know, to a point, even though we didn't, you know, win it the last two years, that we're, there's still – quite a bullseye on our on our back and on our team's back so uh to continue to work you know like like we're, we're sitting at the top because that's right where we want to be well to follow up on that signing day question uh benji do you go out of your way to watch on saturdays to watch as many former guys as you can because i mean that's got to be challenging with as many players y'all have spread across the country sure it is yeah uh we try you know i, I know i try um, matter of fact, a lot of times our coaching staff, you'll find, you know, you'll find a group thread where we're, we're talking about this game and this game that our kids are in. And, uh, man, it, it, it is. And we try to make it to as many games as we can. If there's one close enough that we feel like you can get over there, definitely on the off week. But, uh, we, I, I'll say this, I think we cast the net pretty wide and we're able to watch most every, most every kid play at least a couple of times a year, whether that be yeah. on TV or in person. Well, in person, you're a regular at ULN game, certainly saw Strada and uh, Marbles uh, last mm-hmm. year for the Warhawks. wanted to ask you just right. about Rashard Lawrence. He's entering now his junior year. Uh, he was an injury-plagued sophomore season for him. At what point did you know with Rashard that you had something special on that defensive side? Uh, to the point to a game, um, South Terrebonne, his sophomore season. We went into halftime. We were, we were uh, up in the game, but we talked about needing some turnovers. Rashad goes out the second half. He, they're backed up in their own end zone. I still remember it. He goes in, he tackles the guy, but just takes his arm and just wheels the ball out, you know, just slings it out. And I knew then, you know, that this guy's a sophomore and just in, imposing his will on people that uh, the sky was going to be the limit for him. Uh, 
and it has been, and it will continue to be. Mm. Well, he's actually uh, he's actually coming out and going to be a barbecue judge tomorrow. So, oh, uh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if we're helping or hurting his draft status with all that. <laughs> What's that, Aaron? <laughs> yeah, he's probably got a little experience in that too. He's going to be a critical. Yes, judge. he does. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty happy that he was coming to eat barbecue. Yeah. Uh, final question, just uh, Fidarian Mathis making that transition to the high school to college. Of course, he's made his way over to Alabama. What do you see on the upside on Fidarian? Nothing but on the upside. I've told a bunch of people, you know, during his recruiting process, I said, I don't know who's going to get him. I said, but whoever it is is getting a, getting a tremendous blank slate. You know, we had Phil, and, and everything that Phil did uh, was just what we caught him up to. He came to us and was very uh, awkward. And, and ended up being what he was. And, and still, even with the level he played at for us, he has tremendous room for growth. Uh, his top size, of course, his, his speed, being able to run at that size like he does, is going to be a terror, whether they decide to put him inside or on the edge. Uh, his size, I saw him the other day, he's, he's getting, you know, he's filling out, but he's getting trim. He looked really good. And I think that, that probably in the next year he'll see some sometime. But uh, the year after that, he'll be he'll be tip top and doing good things for Alabama. All right, Benji Lewis. Uh, once again, the Twin Cities Mardi Gras cookoff uh, starting, I guess, uh, later today. Uh, just advice or any uh, final words for uh, what people can expect if they come out and check out some of the best uh, competition barbecue in the South. Man, you got to come in and, and and just smell the grove when when all these all these pits are going, especially on a Saturday morning. It's one of my favorite things to do at a contest is just get up and. Walk outside and, and just smell the pits going. It's one of the best things in the world. Um, but I invite everybody to come out and be a part of it, and uh, let's continue to grow this thing. Thank you, bud. Appreciate the time. All right. Thanks, guys. Benji Lewis, Neville's defensive coordinator. Uh, he's been a part of that the last couple of years. Unfortunately, can't make it this year. But, uh, man, uh, you want to talk about some good food. Mm. And the, those pits, I mean, the money that is invested in oh, yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Larry Munro says, I don't know if you guys had the Mike Gundy. I am a man, Mike Meltdown. It was one of my all-time favorites. Does that make the top five? Let's get into it after the break on the morning drive. 888-993-7762. Top Meltdowns on the mic. The list continues after the break. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. 
growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long-term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318-255-5980 for more information or visit LegacyRehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. The Morning Drive, sponsored by BOR. Bank of Ruston, now in Monroe. Your investment property, business, and home loan specialist. Come see BOR at our new location, 2450 Tower Drive in Monroe. Or call us at 812-BANK. BOR, we are your Monroe Banking Center. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Local Sports Talk is on the air. On the morning drive, this hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. All right, Jake, let's reset here. Uh, top 10 Thursday got pushed back, so it's top 10 on Friday. We're doing top 10 mic meltdowns for you this morning. Uh, at number 10, we had Bob Knight. At number 9, Jake had John L. Smith. At number 9, I had Mike Ditka. At 8, we had Jim Mora. At number 7, we had the hockey coach versus the reporter. At number six, the classic, Aaron Andrews and Richard Sherman dialogue. All right, let's get to number five. All right, so number five, this is going to be a little bit controversial, I feel, because I think most people consider this to be top three, maybe top two. Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stir it up. Yes, please. To Come on now. <laughs> anyway, I think it's good. Um this is this is one of those all-timers. Uh, you can't hear it enough. This comes after the Monday night football game where the Arizona Cardinals had a chance to beat, at the time, the Chicago Bears, who were just incredibly good, incredibly good uh, defensive team, and they blew it. Dennis Green at the mic. Meltdown. They're what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull, bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Certainly top five worthy. It's certainly top five worthy. Again, some people might argue that that's top three yeah. all time. Uh, that was great. Though. Raw emotion. It's raw emotion, and it's um, it's one of those moments where he says exactly what he feels and thinks because we had them scouted. We knew what to expect. We had them, and we just did not execute. And anything, anytime you can pound the podium at least once, oh, it, it helps your cause. It does. It certainly does. Uh, Nick Saban uh, should get on here just for pounding the podium as much as he does nowadays. How did Saban didn't make the top you ten? You know – I don't know. I, I thought about it. I thought about the because uh, there's been like minor eruptions. It's been my yeah right. It's been minor, and usually he kind of ends his press conference early whenever it's whenever it gets to the point where he's kind of. But he, even though Saban has these little small eruptions, he's still always in control. I feel, and that for that reason, I, I guess, kind of left him off. Uh, Texture. How about Joe Namath being a little tipsy, saying so, he wanted to kiss the interviewer. Susie Colbert. Susie Colbert, yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of her name. Yeah, that one didn't make our list, yeah. but 
a very good one, uh, a sad one actually, because I remember that whole alcohol uh, thing came out after that. All right, at number four, and I, I think this one probably can make the argument should be a lot higher than it than it is because this literally. Are we going to say that for every one now? Because this, this, <laughs> well, there's one here that I, I didn't even include on my list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gundy going off. This is great because somebody wrote something that he didn't like and that. He, he said was um, factually inaccurate. Mm-hmm. And so he goes off and he basically makes this guy feel like the smallest uh, person in the world. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let him take it. A uh, lady from the Daily Oklahoma, I, I believe. And, uh, Gundy, this was actually, I think, seven to eight years ago. It was a woman. Yeah. I did not I'm remember pretty that. sure. I did not remember that. Wow. Here's Mike Gundy in his epic rant at number four on our top ten countdown. One of my athletes, you go after one that doesn't do the right things. You don't downgrade him because he does everything right and may not play as well on Saturday. And you let us make that decision. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Attacking an amateur athlete for doing everything right. And then you want to write articles about guys that don't do things right and downgrade them, the ones that do make plays. Are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. (laughs) So good. Uh, The garbage part alone stand by itself well, you don't even need the i'm 40 i'm a man well man. but the, but the I'm, I'm a man i'm 40 is one of the most quoted things a coach has ever said yeah. i still say it like anytime uh and I, you're I, 25 yeah well <laughs> I, I still like I, we just always said it amongst friends like it's something i still say sometimes yeah. just just because it's one of the most quotable yeah. things a coach has ever said the mullet was on fire oh so good yeah. that was before the mullet sadly mm-hmm. The beauty of this list is sometimes you're going to get a coach or two in these press conferences, and quite frankly, you know there may be like maybe two or three, four people in the room, but uh, 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 packed house, <laughs> packed house for this. Okay, and uh, that's what that's what's because when he walks out, you can see a couple of guys like riding on their pad, like I don't know how to handle this situation. We're referencing at number three. Oh, uh, referencing number three, yeah, totally different. Uh, Totally different ball game here. All right, who's the coach? Kevin Borseth. Uh, he is the Michigan Wolverines women's basketball coach. And this was a tough loss uh, a few years ago, correct? This was, yeah. And Richie just says he was legit pissed. Three, three to one, better be amazing because that's hard to beat. Yeah. I think, I think these edged them out. We'll, yeah. we'll let you be the judge. All right. So, uh, Michigan women's basketball coach uh, steps up to the podium. There's probably three or four people in the room, including the sports information director. After a tough loss, and like I said, the more you can pound the podium, the better. And uh, Kevin Borseth, is that his name? Borseth, yeah. He gets the best of the podium. He comes in at number three. That's how I feel. Damn sick and tired of getting out rebounded. 25 offensive rebounds. First time we block out, we get called for a damn block out. We're pushing people. Meanwhile, they're on the other court grabbing rebounds, going over the top and grabbing them. We get one offensive rebound, the other we get called for over the back. We, we don't block out very damn well, and we're not getting called one or the other. 
That's where I'm frustrated. That's where my whole frustration comes in. Offensive rebounds. The entire thing came down to offensive rebound. They got every offensive rebound. We didn't get one of them. What else do you want to know? That is just the best entrance, first of all. He comes in. It's, it's like a, a Kramer entrance. Kramer yes. running into Jerry's uh, apartment. But way more violent. I mean, <laughs> just slams Running in, screeching to That's a hawk. Boom, almost knocks the podium down. Oh, that, that is an all-timer. An and that was literally just a taste of it. It went on for a good two, it two and a half minutes. It went on for a long time. I got nervous while we were playing it because I thought we had these edited. And... I'm glad Tabor cut it off when he did because I, I don't know if the rest of I sent him the edit in. Okay, good. I was, I was like, my stomach was churning as that was played. I was like, oh, no. But, yes, that was an all-timer rant. All right, now, at number two, you've got one from left so field. I, I do have one from left field, and this is the one I, I teased yesterday. Now, for those of you who have never watched Real Sports on HBO, it's one of the best shows out there it is fantastic brian gumbel does it they do these in-depth interviews it's just really well produced really well done really good interviews now they did one i think this was in 2009 with mike tyson and now this interview is one of the most awkward um intense intense it's one of the hard now listening to it's bad along but if you if you really want to go get the full measure of it watch it you can pull it up on youtube it is hard to watch and you'll you'll get the drift in a minute because he talks about some personal things it's extremely sad and if i was i'm just thinking put myself in the interviewer's place like i don't know what i would do in this instant and well, i know what you would do well you just end it no you piss your pants well yeah 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 I mean, you're looking at one of the most intimidating people in of the all world time. Of all and time. he's talking about one of the darkest times in his, in life. his life yes so Here's the interview. Uh, this is this is a mic meltdown. Uh, the, the interview ends after after he goes to that dark place. Here's Mike Tyson and Jake's uh, number three. Number two. Number two on Jake's list of top ten mic meltdowns. Mike Tyson. This is my best thinking at the time. Get my gun, automatic, just like this, and you just go crazy. Who are you gonna Who are you gonna hurt? Regardless, that's just my first thought. But when I went to the hospital, the people that were there, was, they're up there because their kids are dead, too, mm-hmm. or, or about to die. Mm-hmm. So who the hell am I? Their kids are dying, too. I don't know. No. It's um, something happening that day. But whatever happened that day, was there a new Mike Tyson that came the next day? Um, no, I did some cocaine for a week. I had to get high. I had to back then. I had to get high. Um, I couldn't handle it at all. You have to go. You understand, right? Thank you. You want to take this stuff off? Oh, it's so hard to even listen to. The the fact that... He's talking about losing his daughter. He's, he's talking about losing his daughter, 
the darkest time in his life. And at, at being the reporter, I forgot the guy's name. I hate it because he's a really good uh, reporter. He, he's been on that show for a long time. But the guy does the right thing. He follows up and he, up on the moment and says, you know, he asked him, was there a new Mike Tyson that came out for that? And he, Mike Tyson says, you have to go. You, you have to go. <laughs> And, he, and, he and the look in his eyes, he just put go to YouTube. I mean, you got to watch it. Ooh. It's oh, it's it's. And then the poor audio guy, uh, he wants out of there. He wants the mic off, and the poor audio guy's got to run up there. And he take runs up the there, mic. takes it off quicker, <laughs> quicker than anybody's ever removed uh, the mic from anyone. <laughs> it gives so him a nervous. gives him a gentle pat, like it's gonna be okay. Yes. And then they, I mean, usually, and see this guy, the guy that was interviewing him. He's such a professional. Um, I feel like he would have pressed anybody else. Know. I'm saying he would have pressed anybody else in that situation to, to, hey, come on, sit back down. Let's talk about this. He didn't even try with Mike Tyson. Like, that's how intense of a moment that was. So I think that's deserving of being top three. I'm sorry. I think you found a gem in there, but I don't think it deserves to be on the top ten. Dude, come on. That is well, – he's looked at it, real, you, when he most says, of the okay, – when he on. says you got to go. It's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going, Mike. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. But, like, most of these are funny. Most of these are outlandish. Yeah. You know, we, we, we celebrate these. You don't celebrate that moment. That's an actual meltdown. Mm-hmm. And this, since this is microphone meltdowns involving athletes and coaches, I feel like that deserves to be top three. I'm sorry. Good argument. Uh, you did not have Bart Scott on your list. I didn't. I thought it was too short. Too short. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't get any better than this for a post-game interview it's good, on the field. He comes flying up like a jet. Good. Nice. And this is what it sounded like with Sal. Bart Scott. All the non-believers. How did that? All the non-believers. Especially you, Tom Jackson. Way to have our back, Keyshawn. Anybody can be beat. So how did that just feel? Felt great. Poetic justice. We know we were a much better team than we came up and represented ourselves. And we were, we were pissed off. We was ready to come back and show what kind of defense, what type of team this was, what kind of character we had. We take a lot of slack. People gave us no chance. Like, we barely made it in playoffs. We're a good football team. It looks like this team played with anger all day. Why, Bart? For all you non-believers, disrespect us, talk crap about the defense like we ain't the third best defense in the league. All we hear is about their defense. They can't stop a nosebleed, 25th in the league, and we the one to get disrespected. Congratulations. See you in Pittsburgh. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. It's great. But that's, they said you got to have the 15-minute cooling off period. Man, we don't need that. That's, Let's get more Bart Scott on the field. That's not better than Gundy. I wouldn't say I would say that's not even better than Borsa, and that's I don't think that's better than the Tyson clip. It's fun. The can't wait's fun. Like it's 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 made its way around the internet, uh-huh. but not ten t- top ten worthy after Jake Martin. No, I don't think so. Uh, Bernard Goldberg is uh, the correspondent at HBO Sports. Okay, good. Thank you for finding that. He yeah. does a great job. There you go. He does a great job. Uh, let's take a timeout. Coming up after the break, number one. Oh, nice tease. Yeah. Plus a couple nominees that didn't make the list. One of my all-time favorites that right. didn't make the list. Yeah. Keep uh, the text coming, 888-993-7762. Plus, still coming up, our uh, 
Winter Olympics update. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look forward to that. Also, Richie says, this list needs to be shared. I've never seen number three. Richie and everyone else, after the show, I will post the top five on our Twitter page. I'll post a link for the top five so you can go and watch them. What's our Twitter page? At Morning Drive 977. Hit a follow while you're there. We're back after this with number one after the break. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to the National Signing Day. We had to push back Top 10 Thursday to Friday. We've been asking for the best mic meltdowns this morning. Uh, tremendous response on the text line. Keep them coming, 888-993-7762. Just to reset and recap, uh, number 10, we had uh, Bob Knight. Could have used a number of his clips throughout the years when he went with the magic lamp quote. John L. Smith coming in at number 9 for Jake. I had Mike Ditka's epic rant at number 8. We had Jim Mora at number 7. The hockey coach squaring off against the reporter at number six, Richard Sherman at number five, Dennis Green at number four, Mike Gundy at number three, the women's basketball coach from Michigan, Kevin Borseth going off at the podium at number two, Jake had Mike Tyson in this candid interview at number two. I had Bart Scott. You're probably right. I probably it needs to be farther down the list. Gundy should be ahead of that. Well, and I and I missed on. Dicka too. I, I completely forgot about Dicka, and that was that was a big miss for me. Sadly, this is the worst part of this, and we agree for the number one clip. But it, it was, and, and another so thing with, with Tyson was there were so many different ones right, with Tyson, that right. and Floyd Mayweather probably could have had one or two, but we don't know half of that if that's just show or if that's real feelings. But at number one, just an incredible clip and the ultimate meltdown of all time for a coach. But it's so graphic. And audio-wise, it would literally take probably 25 minutes just to 
uh, it would just do be, the censoring. And it would just be bleeps on, on air. So, All right, might not so describe what is number one. All right, so I'll read this. Sports Illustrated did a look back on it and wrote a pretty good article on it. I'll, I'll just read it. Uh, so McCray was in his third season. Hal McCray. Hal McCray was in his third season as the manager uh, of the time of his outburst in 1993. Kansas City had gone 66-58 and 58 after he took over in 1991. But had slumped to 72 and 90 the following year, and were off to a sluggish 7 and 12 start in 1993. Triggered by a reporter's post-game question as to why he didn't call upon George Brett to pinch hit for Keith Miller in a 5 to 3 loss to the Tigers, McRae erupted. Don't ask me all these stupid blank expletive questions. He then threw his hands in the air and began rearranging the manager's office by by creatively distributing the objects on his desk. What a way to put this. Did not <laughs> not the best for, writing of all time. Did not say for work video lives on thanks to YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Soon the reporters cleared the room. One of them, Alan Eskew of the Topeka Capital Journal, suffered a sizable cut on his – Topeka. Topeka, whatever. <laughs> So you're a Kansas expert now? <laughs> Suffered a sizable cut on his face when hit by a flying tape recorder. As you can see as he exits, he wrote about the experience here. McCray, nonetheless, continuing, continued his ranting, eventually following the reporters out of the hallway, departing after telling them this is the best mic drop yeah. moment ever. Put that in your blanking pipe and smoke it. <laughs> That's the best meltdown ever because there was – there were so Damage. many aspects to this. First of all, to set the scene, they're in his office, and it's, it wasn't a luxurious office by any means. You just had, literally have five or six reporters sitting around. He's sitting there, and on his desk, you can see a whiskey bottle. And then second of all, when he stands up, he's standing there in his sliding shorts, his boxers. <laughs> and then, of course, he, he's just throwing stuff around left and right. Reporters are trying to get out of the room as fast as possible. And you see the one poor reporter walking out and blood, blood just trickling down. down his cheek. Man, there was damage. There were so many cuss words. Yeah. You, you couldn't even count them all. That was that was a meltdown of all meltdowns. Yes. I mean, we, the other ones are funny. Like, playoffs is legendary. Uh, Dennis Green's has played a lot. Mike Gundy, we love to play that. But when you're talking about true microphone meltdowns, yeah. that's got to be number one. John Chaney and Calipari, though, back in the day, when Chaney uh, threatened to oh, kill him. Oh, yes. That was another big one. Another big one. That was pretty close. I yeah. mean, how do y'all think have a conversation is, like the that? The only thing is, like, I don't know how that would play on radio. Yeah. Because that's a good visual, because they, they nearly come to blows. Taves, we haven't heard from you this morning. as You've done a great job of playing these, by the way. Uh, is there one that or two that are your favorite through the years? Two things. One, Allen Iverson practice. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. I mean, neither one of you even mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, practice? I mean, it wasn't top five, probably not top ten debatable, but no mention at all. Yeah. And also. We'll to our honorable mentions, though. Also, <laughs> you had two more clips, but you didn't even have the best one. Okay. You left out Diddly Poo. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, I'd have to go back and listen to it, and I don't know if it's safe for air. I can't remember, but. <laughs> That that was when he was in New Orleans, and it was. Yeah. Hmm. Other than that, you know, it's all subjective. But and Jake, the, uh, the, I, I I'm with Aaron on the Tyson. Eh. You don't feel the Tyson. It's just too. The this is supposed well, to be funny and jovial, and man, that's oh, just plain man. morbid, buddy. 
It is, but that's a mi- microphone meltdown. That was my whole point. Is yeah, a lot of these are fun and playful, and we like to remember these. But that one, man, that's that counts as a microphone meltdown. I mean, you just, I don't know, you just kind of, you kind of killed. I the, took the mood down. Yeah, you killed the crowd with it. <laughs> well, yeah, sorry, I, I still stand by my pick though. Right. That's that's got to rank up there as far as meltdowns go. All right, you got a couple of nominees, a couple more that I just want to share with you. Uh, it's always interesting whenever they send a news reporter to a, a post-game press conference. You remember up in Connecticut, and there was a lot of debate, and there continues to be with coaches and how much money they make. Calhoun at the time released how much money he was making as Connecticut's head coach. So some, uh, it was either a TV or a newspaper organization says, well, let's just send a reporter to the press conference after a game and question Jim Calhoun on how much he's making and whether or not it's justified. Oh, this will work out mm-hmm. well. Here's what it sounded like. <laughs> not a dime back. Not a dime back. I'd like to be able to retire someday. So I'm getting tired. 1.6 million is enough? I'm sorry? 1.5 million? I make a lot more than that. You do? Yeah. What's the, uh, what's your what's the, what's the take tonight? I, I don't know. What's the deal with Comcast for? You're not really that stupid, are you? Yeah, I am. Okay. No, really My best know. advice to you? Yeah. Shut up. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. You're welcome. It was very polite. No, it wasn't polite. I mean, like, you shut up. This is like, if you want to talk to me outside, I'm more than happy to talk to you. We're talking well, about basketball. If you guys covered this stuff, I wouldn't have to do it. Oh, get, oh, get, get up. Will you please? I'm quite frankly, we bring in $12 million to the university. Nothing to do with state funds. We make $12 million a year for this university. Get some facts and come back and see me. Get some facts and come back and see me. Don't throw out salaries or other things. Get some facts and come back and see me. We turn over over $12 million to the University of Connecticut, which is state-run. Next question. And he had the podium pound in there. Yes. Uh, that reminded me a little bit of a, a few good men. Jack Nicholson up there. You need me on that wall. <laughs> Kept prodding him. And they finally got the answer. And then also the news reporter in the room calling out the sports guys. If you guys would just ask these questions, I wouldn't be here. And did you hear the murmur in the room? They turned against him. Yeah. Calhoun, though, just comes across as just an arrogant. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I make more than that. Yeah, I know. That was, I mean, that was good. That was great. That's, that's why this list is so tough because yeah. that's a good one. I, would, I know you got a few more to play. I want to mention the Kellen, Kellen Winslow one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not as uh, joyful, but it's still a big meltdown. Here he goes again, Tabor. Oh, sorry, Tabor. I mean, <laughs> no, still... but that was funny, though. Are you talking <laughs> about song. I'm a soldier? Yes, yes. Uh, another another funny one that we didn't mention was Play Like a Dog. I need yes. to play like a dog yes. in the mirror look, looking yeah. like cats. Yeah. yeah. That's another good one. Uh, this one is kind of ugly, and it ended basically Pat Knight's uh, time at uh, Lamar. So one of his players is at the podium. It's following a tough loss. He's talking to the media. You'll hear Pat Knight come in, address the player, and then just throw his entire team under the bus, and then he backs up over him again. Bad game. All right, let's go. I'm next because you don't have a clue what it takes to win. Let's go. I'm, I'm unhappy with these seniors. That's what I'm unhappy with. It has nothing to do with X's and O's. We got it. We got the worst group of seniors right now that I've ever been associated with. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their mo for the last three years. 
to come out a game like this with no emotion, just flat, um, is terrible. I mean, it's unheard of. That worked out pretty well for him in Lamar. <laughs> yeah. All right, are we going to get to the clip? I'm sure a lot of people are upset that we're not Herm Edwards. I don't have it. Oh, man. Sorry. I guess I should have asked you that before. Sorry. Well, Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. Yeah. I figured a lot of people would be upset that we didn't have that on the list. But it was good. I just, in comparing it to others, I was like, eh, it's it's fine. It's just, I guess the stuff that we've seen from Herm as of late kind of made me sour on that. How's the recruiting working out there at Arizona State? (laughs) Uh, You should just take in his best clips and play to the potential recruits. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, I don't know. That one is, is fine, but I don't think it. It's it's I feel like it's remembered by many as one of the best, along with you know playoffs and uh, Dennis Green's and Mike Gundy's. But I don't think it compares to those, to be honest with you. It's good. It's not great like those. All right, finally I got one more uh, nominee because this one hits close to home. I'm not a big Chris Berman fan, but quite frankly, I've had breakdowns like this before on the air, before or after a show. <laughs> Here's Berman getting after uh, the production crew at ESPN. This is a meltdown. I mean, that's so rude. I can't believe it. That's it's so rude. Just why does everyone all of a sudden have to move? I've had two hours to move around. Wait 10 minutes. I'm sorry to explode by guy, but that's it's like no one's ever worked on TV here before. Side <laughs> a dime every time I've said that. Really? Yeah. But some of them haven't worked like on, some of them haven't worked on TV before. It used to be worse back in the day. I would lose it a little bit more. Really? Friday nights are highly stressful. Yeah, I get that. Uh, there was a guy, and I can tell it because it was years and years ago. And that's the beauty of, you know, a station. I mean, we go through some different people. But uh, it's Friday night. It's, you know, and back in the day, we'd have cheerleaders and other people that would come in, and we'd have them, in, you know, segue in and out of breaks. So I really need the camera crew and others to, you know, be on point and do their jobs. Had one guy, he must have had a rough uh, lunch, uh, dinner hour. He came back and could barely stand up. So I was getting no help from him. And I literally told him during commercial break, hey, buddy, if you're here at the end of this show, I'm going to whoop your. <laughs> <laughs> he left and he never came back. That's, he never quit. came he back. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. But that's very unprofessional of him to show up like that in that state. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. And it wasn't professional of me to do that either. But ah. at the time, I was just, you know. <laughs> I get you, though. Um, I totally understand that. But I I would definitely want to see you get angry at people. <laughs> I'm not confrontational, Jake. You're, that's why I want to see it. Uh, Trust so. me, I've, I've uh, heard your stories of, about other things and. I would like to see BCom competition. All right, uh, that is our top ten uh, meltdowns. It was fun today. It's fun. That's what it's about. Yeah. It was fun until I brought out number two. Yeah. I'm sorry, yes. but still, Good go job. watch it. It's 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 crazy. We got parting shots coming up, and then you want to do our Winter Olympic update. Oh, I, I keep forgetting about our Winter. It's going to take update. literally 45 seconds. I don't know, man. I got a lot of knowledge on the Winter Olympics. All right. That's a good tease. That's coming up after the break, plus uh, Joey Trappe for his weekly visit. The Morning Drive returns after this. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, 
SUV, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road car king. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long-term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318-255-5980 for more information or visit LegacyRehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. The Morning Drive, sponsored by BOR. Bank of Ruston, now in Monroe. Your investment property, business, and home loan specialist. Come see BOR at our new location, 2450 Tower Drive in Monroe. Or call us at 812-BANK. BOR. We are your Monroe Banking Center. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Increasing cloudiness with a 30% chance of rain on today with a high of 61 degrees. Cloudy skies, 80% chance of rain for tonight, a low 53. Showers and thunderstorms in the forecast for tomorrow with a high of 65 degrees. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. All right, Jake, uh, now that we've wrapped up a uh, top ten Thursday on Friday, uh, you got any nominees or any ideas for next week? Uh, let me think about it. What's what, I'm trying to think of something that's timely. We're getting close to March Madness. Oh. M- maybe it might be too soon to start breaking out the best moments in March oh, Madness. Yeah, way and, too early. Way too early. May, uh, the, best uh, moments in uh, LeBron James' career in Cleveland. <laughs> could do that. 888-993-7762. We know Joey Trappe. We love catching up with him on Friday morning. Joey, I know you've probably been busy with work and with the kids this morning. We were doing some of the best uh, mic meltdowns with the uh, coaches through the years. Do you have a favorite, whether it's uh, Jim Mora, Dennis Green, perhaps Mike Gicka that uh, pops to the top of your head, or Mike Gundy maybe? Man, yeah, Gundy's a good one, man. I'm a man. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> That was uh that that was a good one. Um, but man, that was it's a uh, Bobby Knight, man. I don't know if you've ever heard. Uh, it was more candid than anything. I think they had snuck a, a recorder um, in the locker room after. That was a pretty good one. Mike Leach had a good one after the 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 Baylor game, maybe. Yeah. Um, I've been a part of some good butt chewings too. Oh, man. Please, tell. Uh, please tell, please tell, please <laughs> tell. Well, with. Coach Weatherby, they weren't too. Uh, I don't know. They were they were pretty uh, monitored. I guess is a good way yeah. to put it. But uh, Coach Collins was known to tear mess up. Man, I tell you, he uh, he's got a fire in him. And uh, oh, Coach Keister from back in the day wasn't. He didn't hold the tongue either. But um, 
you know, that's just part of the game. Joey, uh, the, tr- uh, the parade, uh, great crowds despite the weather. Uh, your takeaways from what took place on Saturday night? Yeah, I mean, I wish we could run a parade every weekend. Um, it was uh, it was a great <laughs> it was a great weekend for us um, at all the locations. Um, I tell you what, crawfish have dropped. We're down to six ninety nine a pound now. Um, the size is getting better. Uh, this weather that's been non freezing has been very beneficial to the crawfish supply. Uh, crawfish City is is rocking and rolling now. Um, I would suggest get there early on Friday and Saturday because we fill up pretty quick. Uh, we got crawfish rolling at field house now. Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 4:30. Um, so I know our our customers there are excited about that. And um, you know, you, you you mentioned a little bit of basketball. ULM had a big win last night yeah. on the road against one of the top teams in the conference. That was a uh, that was good to see. If they can make a, a good little push here at the end, they'll get in that tournament. You never know what can happen there. But, um, you know, it's just a, it's a fun time. Baseball is about to get cranked up, high schools. And uh, ULM had a softball game last night, so we, we yeah. reaped the benefit of that last night. Um, so it's just a, a fun time right now. Uh, you know, great Super Bowl. Coach Peterson pulled one out last uh, week, and uh, it, it was just a, a good – atmosphere at portico for that so uh we we look forward to everybody getting out this weekend and enjoying some good food and drinks uh joey i still owe uh, jake over here i lost two bets two trips to the field house what's the one thing that i should get him and you know i am going to pay up on my bet are you coming at lunch or at night it'll probably be a night at night man i think (laughs) right I think one of them has to be a buffalo chicken sandwich, man. That uh, that thing is just, I, I I don't know. Once you had our buffalo chicken sandwich, I think it's kind of hard to get it anywhere else. And then, uh, I mean, I think maybe like a 20-piece wing or something like that, man. Treat the man right. I mean, I don't know yeah. what kind of bet you lost, but you lost. Um, two so, of them, Joey. Yeah, two. Uh, I mean, I mean, are we gonna, do we need to call the hotline, bro? I mean, we can call Tyler Harris. He'll get you a 1-800 number, man. Yeah. Uh, Jake couldn't finish 20 wings. There's no way. Oh, man. Well, then maybe we need like to have a wing eating. Hey, maybe we need to have a wing eating contest between y'all two. Go. Maybe we can win some of your money back. Oh, yes. I like that idea. I would take right? Jake. No problems. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Joey. We'll see you this weekend. But we're, well, next weekend. I'll be out of town. We'll see you next weekend. Hi, bro. <laughs> Joey Trappe. Love our conversations, of course, to get an opportunity to get out to Crawfish City, Portico, Traps, a Fieldhouse, or probably at another restaurant by for next week. You know how many months it's been since I won the first bet? I know. Busy six. guy over here. Half Busy a guy. year, brother. Yeah. Has it been six months? Yes. Yeah, that's six crazy. Months. All right. Uh, you want to cue the music? You want to do our uh, Winter Olympics update? Is this going to be a daily thing? This is going to be a daily thing, and... We're going to offer you coverage on the Winter Olympics like no other. You ready for mine? Yeah. Okay. It's only a minute. All right. So, I can confirm that curling is, in fact, a sporting event at this year's Winter Olympics. That's my first headline. Bringing you two today because today's a special. It's the first time we're doing this. There was no Russian flag in the Parade of Nations. The Olympic flag was lifted by a volunteer instead of an athlete. No Russian flag. Are we paying you for this? 
I told you it's like no other. You're getting coverage like no other. <laughs> a Winter got? Olympic update from the Caldwell Banker. Group oh, One so we're just relying on me now. You don't, you're not uh, 242 Americans representing us. That is the largest contingent of any country as the music recues up. There was a Donald Trump impersonator at the Olympic ceremonies. That created All quite right, a too stir. Much information. And then uh, thirdly, this would probably be a question we need to ask at the beginning of the show. Are curlers athletes? Ooh. Sounds like a debate for next week, my friend. Tease for next Monday's World Winter Olympic update. Who's who's more of an athlete? NASCAR drivers or curlers? NASCAR drivers. Ooh, I don't know. I like Travis actually had a good point this morning. He said if he trained for four years, he thinks he could be a world-class curler. He doesn't have many good points. He probably thinks he could do anything if given enough time. I think that's a good point. That uh, Winter Olympics update brought to you by no one. <laughs> if you want to sponsor it, though. <laughs> when, when, are we our, gonna, when are we going to have an athlete competing in the Winter Olympics from Northeast Louisiana? Uh, don't hold your breath. But, hey, if I'll, I'll say this. That might be our best segment yet. <laughs> I think we have a lot of potential there. <laughs> Uh, I want to end with this. Just a couple of headlines. Casey missed it last night. Louisiana take, Tech kicks care of business versus Charlotte last night. Big win. ULM hoops a thrilling win uh, on the road versus Georgia Southern in overtime. A thrilling victory, 66-64. That team was uh, third in the conference, mm-hmm. so a huge win for the Warhawks. And then finally, uh, Philadelphia's parade uh, yesterday. So many takeaways from it. Doug Peterson on the mic saying this is going to be the norm for this franchise now, competing for Super Bowls year in and year out. But there was one guy, Jake, that stole the show. Your boy, Jason Kelsey. Steps to the mic, the 132nd portion that we can air, giving high praise to Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. When Doug Peterson was hired, he was rated as the worst coaching hire by a lot of freaking analysts out there in the media. This past offseason, some clown named Mike Lombardi told him that he was the least qualified head coach in the NFL. You saw a driven Doug Peterson, a man who went for it on fourth and down. Went for it on fourth and down in the Super Bowl with the trick play. He wasn't playing playing just to go mediocre. He's playing for a Super Bowl. And it don't stop with him. It does not stop with him. Oh, I love that. Eat your vitamins, brother. And then, of course, what he's wearing up on the stage, too. He looks like you on the (laughs) I wish I wish I could have a jacket like that. Yeah. It's a little bit louder than your jacket. My parting shot, Aaron, is basically I'm going to read Dan Mullen's parting shot earlier this week. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, he took a not-so-subtle shot at Georgia after signing day. He said, listen, winning one SEC championship game doesn't make you a dominant program. You know what I'm saying? In two of the last three years, we've been to the SEC championship game, so even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. You know, I read that, and I was like, when did Mississippi State go to the SEC Championship game? I was like, oh, wait, he's taking credit for Florida going to the SEC Championship game. Uh, Yeah, so I thought thought that was kind of funny. I I enjoyed that. I liked when Lane Kiffin first got to Tennessee and went after uh, Urban Meyer at Florida. 
I enjoy those type of things because these should be big time rivalries in the SEC, and this is much better than him, you know, praising uh, Georgia and trying to, you know, how some coaches do. They try to act like uh, another team is unbeatable. Uh, but yeah, this is the the much better alternative. Mm. Taking shots. Good stuff. It was fun today. It was fun today. All right. Thanks for all the the feedback on the text line. Fantastic John job John Tabor on the board running those clips this morning. Uh, you will be back on Monday morning. You'll be holding down the fort. See. I will come back with better stories than you had from your trip to New Orleans. <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> I do not doubt that at all. Everybody have a great weekend. See ya. The Edge is coming up next. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.